we've got a new British Touring Car Champion. Congratulations to Tom Ingram winning his first title of the weekend at Brands Hatch. Tom, Nick, thanks for joining me again on this final BTCC podcast of the year. Did you enjoy the finale? Enjoy the season? Tom Ingram, more of a winner? Yeah, it was very good to see. Haven't had yeah, a I'm, new champion for a while. Exactly that, yeah. Oh, it's nice to have a, a new champion and he's been winning races and in contention long enough, right? So congratulations. And not to brag or anything, but I predicted it at the start of the year. So oh. I got that one right, at least. Mm. Well done. There's no prize, though, on the Final final Corner podcast. <laughs> no jammy wagon wheels getting sent around this time. <laughs> they get smashed to pieces. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom Ingram came out on top. It was a four-way title fight going on in the weekend. Well, it was billed as a four-way title fight. Colin Turkington was quite a bit out of it, but he was still there. Then we had Sutton and Hill, closely behind Tom Ingram, going into the final round, I believe. Qualifying. The Ting Man mm. took pole, I think, by four tenths, I think. Yeah, ridiculous. What, can we ban expressions like that? Tingram, Ting Man, the Ting. Yeah. The big Ting. <laughs> no, no, no. Ah. Okay. But yeah, incredible gap, considering as well he's up there in the championships as fewer hybrid vaults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And four tenths in British touring cars is massive. Yeah, ridiculous. But so good. Only one thousandths between uh, Butcher and Sutton, though. That's also mm. ridiculously small. In fact, everyone else is close. It's just Ingram on his own. Yeah. 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 Standout for me was Dexter. Get in there, Sonny Jim. Um, Dexter Patterson. Seventh place, miles ahead of Aidan Moffat, and two tenths off of second place. That's wild. Yeah. Didn't work out for him, but never mind. (laughs) I think at the start of the year we're quite sceptical as to his performance, right? But Mm -hmm. while he's not had amazing results, he's been there or thereabouts with his teammate, which is all you can do, right? Yeah. And then this, apart from here, which is is a standout performance. Mm. Bobby Thompson in six as well. Yeah, Yeah, boy. In the last (laughs) podcast you said, oh, I've not seen anything of him this year. (laughs) Yeah, seen a bit of him this week. As uh, it was going on, I think, to win his Jack Sears trophy. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jack Sears champion. Cal Boulder was back as well this weekend. Mm, kind of. Found in, yeah, <laughs> some of it. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Found in for mm. Nick, Nick Powell, I believe. Still out-qualified one of his teammates, at least. Yeah, it's somebody else, Powell. I can't remember. Nick Powell is the footballer we spoke about before. Oh, right, oh Will. Wrong. Will Powell. Thank you, yeah. That's it. Oh. <laughs> I've got a neck on my head for that. Don't know how. So yeah, it's the qualifying set up the weekend nicely. It was Ingram, Butcher, Sutton, Camish, Hill, and then Turkington down in tenth with some work to do. So hybrid failure and issues during qualifying for Turkington, which uh, I'm sure impeded him in some way. But I was just I also note here that Carl Baldley qualified in 26 twice according yeah. to the BTCC website. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's so good that to show it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Carl's a... Uh, I think they said it currently. I've never actually seen him perform brilliantly in the BTCC, even though he's done well in other series. But don't know if another mm. year he would show it. He owns half the <laughs> licenses, so he could probably come back if he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he'd formally retired but from BTCC, but then he was back for this one round. I could be wrong there. But yeah, easy yeah. to forget he owns a couple of licenses. That'd be a nice wee earner for him every year. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, race one? Yeah. Okay, race one. Uh, Ingram got a good start, kept the lead into turn one. Jake Hill tried to squeeze in between the two Napa Fords and bash to back of Sutton's car. And every single race that Sutton's in, been in for like the past three meets, that yeah. real real art just been flapping. Yeah, I've <laughs> noticed that. Is are they designed to deliberately deform in that way or fall off? <laughs> I don't know if it's an advantage. Is it an error advantage, like an extra bit of downforce? <laughs> well, if, if he was in F one, his name was Kev Magnuson. He'd been in the pits every time. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, mm, is it black and orange worthy? It's weird because it was like a wing thing 
addendum, it's not really. But if it was the actual wing itself, it probably would be. Yeah. It's a bit of a grey area, if you ask me. Which yeah. no one did, but... <laughs> no. But there's a bit of damage um, at the start between these two. Sutton was so race, turns out afterwards they had turbo issues. But yeah. then wasn't that quick in the other race, so I think he probably just didn't have the pace in the car. Crippling understeer by the looks of things. Mm. Camish ran wide at the hairpin and dropped back. They were kind of talking before the race that he'd be able to help Sutton by being in front and then immediately chucked it away. I don't think it really helped him all weekend, really. No, he was no. never in place. I think in that one, he was trying to make sure he stayed ahead of um, Hill by sort of mm. going around the outside while Sutton was on the inside, but he just left it way too late. Yeah, didn't really make progress forward. In fact, neither of, mm. of the Fords did, right? They'd clearly no. nailed their qualifying process. But after two laps, it, it looked like from the outside looking in, it chewed its tyres. Mm-hmm. There was also a safety car, wasn't there, at the start, because uh, Aaron Taylor-Smith made contact with someone who broke the suspension. Yeah. Off. yeah. Another... I think it was one of the Vauxhalls during the middle of the sector, mm-hmm. plus yeah. by a shant. Um, Dexter Patterson got shoved off at the start as well, didn't it, Graham Hill? Oh, that was the most disappointing move of the race. Uh, yeah. Because he didn't get to show what he could do. And it wrecks your weekend in one, one corner. It does. He looked really cautious in the first few corners before that, and I think he just didn't want to be involved in the title fight and I think maybe that sort of helped or rather hindered his performance in those first few corners but that's just me guessing maybe maybe you're right yeah. so safety car as you said Taylor Smith off and Ingram absolutely nailed this restart yeah it went just as he's coming out the penultimate corner the 90 degree left hander which is called Oh, was that my cue? Yeah, I was looking at you. It was. Not, yeah. no, not that you can tell I was looking at you, because I'm looking at a screen, but I was looking at you. Sterling's. Sterling's. It nails it out there, and Butcher and Sutton are nowhere. Mm. It's really bad, but Butcher and Sutton there, isn't it? Are they half asleep? Well, I mean, Harvey was hypothesising, oh, well, Sutton's doing it to back up, but I think at this point he might not even know that he's got tyre wear issues or turbo, or, or, who knows. But He said I the turbo was lazy. On, on the first lap. Um so I, mm. I think Sutton can be forgiven for being further back, but but not Butcher. Butcher, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, wakey wakey, Rory. Camish mm. uh, got up inside to cook at Hawthorne, and that allowed both Tuckton and Jill to get past. Um, Tuckton, it was nice in this race to see him actually racing people and making moves mm-hmm. rather yeah. than hey, his usual setting back. He said something like, "Our oh, aggressive Colin only comes out for the final round each year." Yes. <laughs> in one of the interviews. It was it might not have been aggressive, but feisty, something like that. Yeah. Which is true. It is. So that was that was Cook every time the camera went to him, he was getting mugged by someone. <laughs> well yeah. It was trying around the outside, which is never a good move, is it? No. No. Um so we get another safety car as Carl Bordley's off where as is Rick Parfit at Hawthorne. Didn't see a replay, but Parfit's ninety degrees against the Far away batters straight ahead in the yeah. corner, and um, Bordley's in the gravel. Yeah, so he didn't look happy either, Bordley. So I'm I'm guessing he was the aggrieved party in this one, but I don't know that. Did you, either of you notice that they didn't actually really recover those cars? Yeah, they just left them there. I thought that was a bit dodgy. It was a bit weird. It's like, we're gonna have a safety car. Ah, oh, no, we can't. Right, well, we've got to finish this race. Press mm-hmm. on. Yeah, the case. I don't know. Drive. Some of the spots would have red flagged it or something, and then we started, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the the thing is, just dragged Bordeaux's car to the side and hoped it was at yeah. the firing line. But well, Parfit's car ended up there, so there's nothing mm-hmm. to say someone else couldn't end up there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just ask Dan Camish about that corner. They were That's under time field. pressure, exactly, because um, yeah. that incident which I shared with you two with the Porsches beforehand, mm. that meant that the whole day was very tight on time. So I think that's a contributing mm. factor. That's not a, a reason or an excuse because it should Good still point. be safe regardless, but I think that was why. Now you've mentioned it, shall we briefly touch upon this? Yeah. I know we're not going in order, but Will Martin spun, spun off, speared off in the Porsche... Is it called Super Cup or Carrera Cup? Oh, man, that's... Carrera so Cup. 
Guerrero Cup and uh, went over the barriers, didn't he? Uh, onto the little uh, Marshall's hut. Mm. Oh man, that was scary. Yeah. Luckily, I think though there's a fence that runs on the side of the Marshall's hut, so he was parked on the fence and just not the hut. Yeah. Which oh, was, okay, uh, right. Which is okay that that was there. Otherwise, those Marshalls were getting crushed under a Porsche, mm. which would have been a bit dodgy. I mean, one of them stayed inside the hut, right? Yeah, Popped out he, he came out a few seconds <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got oh, a shot. Porsche. <laughs> trying to have a cup of tea in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a bit dodgy. It was, but yeah, it was good to see that nothing came of it. Oh, very, very relieved. Yeah, happy days. Mm. So we get another restart, and it's the exact same really again by Ingram. He but you <laughs> Now, is it fool me once, shame on you? No, fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Is that the phrase? It is. I butchered we'll that one. That. Hey. <laughs> um, Bobby Thompson's making moves at the restart, though. He gets past Hill. He's challenging Sutton. Uh, it's great racing. Why have we not seen him all mm. year? Come on, TV man, show me more Bobby Thompson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just want Bobby Thompson cam. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a bit unfortunate he did leave Hill at, like a, a gap uh, down into Graham at one, Graham Hill at one point, and then he mm-hmm. obviously got nudged out wide, didn't he? Um, and then fell back, which was a bit sad. Yeah, but it was a fantastic performance and exciting racing between yeah. the three of them. I was guided by that because he had just taken the position back from Hill on a quite a nice yeah. move at Druids, and then. Left the door, then turned in, and yeah, that was poor Bobby because it was going so well. Hill was uh, not desperate, but well, yeah, maybe he was. He was driving like a a man possessed. Yeah, <laughs> but I suppose also Sutton was defending for his life, um, mm-hmm. Adam Moffat style. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, well, Hill needed to get past Sutton at this point to have any chance of getting mm-hmm. towards Ingram, and he, he couldn't do it at that point in the race. Um, so that contact with Thompson at Graham Hill Ben dropped Hill put down a couple of places behind Morgan and Turkington as well so mm. it was uh, yeah. I hope Turkington could put it back in this but not to be uh, Hill then retakes fourth for the two BMWs and then we see Ollie Jackson at the race with damage then we finally see Jake Hill get past uh, Sutton Dingle Dell I've got noted here Hill squeezes mm. the door open at Dingledale and then gets through Sheen curve up the inside in a really nice move. Excellent corner use. Yes. Your name's there. Good old Dickerdale. <laughs> <laughs> it was a massive slide as well, wasn't it, that Sutton got punted into by Morgan through there. Hmm. Oh, I was a cis race. Yeah. Yeah. When you watch it back, it the angle seems to be more ludicrous each time I watch that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so Wild. well held. Well held, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's narrow there, it's tricky, but he kept the throttle down. Yeah, but he kept the speed up as well. That's what was most impressive. Mm. Yeah. End of the race, Turkington got Morgan and was pressurising Sutton, but couldn't get past them. So, I mean, Tom Ingram won from Butcher and Hill on the podium, Sutton fourth, Turkington fifth. Set up the day nicely. Yeah, and George Gamble eighth, I should point out. Yes. <laughs> Very... Good to see him on TV this week. He was doing mm. well. Did you notice as well that this was um, Ingram's first ever Brands GP win? Ah. I did. Uh, I thought that was ah. quite an incredible <laughs> stat considering his career. Yeah, right, of all the places. Yeah. So many seasons in the championship. and, and uh, Oh, well, now's the time to do it, eh? Indeed. <laughs> but Louise said that to him at the end of the race, and he was like, really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> he was surprised about it. <laughs> He comes from the Plato School of Media Relations, eh? Yes, well, <laughs> his entire championship is down to Plato. We know that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just wanted to flag a couple of small things before we move on. Is that all right? I thought cool. Colin Turkington did a low-key, amazing overtake. Uh, I think it was around the outside of Morgan. Was it at Paddock Hill? Mm. It was in amongst everything going on, and I just thought, oh, okay, no one really goes around the outside of there and pulls it off. And I just thought, fair play, Colin, you, you can do it. And the other thing was, you know when you mentioned there Jackson had damage? And we yes. saw him like crawl around and then we saw him pull over. Why did he pull over at the pit lane entrance? Was that where he stopped? Go in the pit lane? Mm, it was no. really weird. He stopped on the grass next to the pit lane exit uh, entrance. 
You maybe couldn't get it up the hill. I don't know. It's really weird. He's he's like meters away <laughs> from the pit lane entrance, in my opinion. I mean, his wheels falling off, but still. Yeah. Yeah. He parked in a safe place, so credit to that. But he's well, that's true. It's at it's at the pit lane entrance. <laughs> we don't see what happened with that, do we? Either like why? Uh, he. I know he came together with Dexter Patterson. Oh yes, we did see a bit of it. Yeah, sideways at Surtees, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't entirely sure. Oh, I think yeah, Dexter had a bit of a dive, didn't he? Well, yeah, we didn't actually see it in the replay. It didn't show you the start of it happening. We mm-hmm. just sort of saw Jackson. You don't know. You don't know if Patterson had a dive or Jackson turned in really from the angle. Yeah, well, Patterson retired the same lap. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a big. Up. It was a heavy hit. You know. Any more time? And well, Josh got, got the verbal warning for punting out Patterson on that one. That mm-hmm. was it. Oh, and uh, Bobby Thompson was crowned JST champion after this. Sorry, Jack Sears trophy champion. <laughs> There'll be no abbreviations on this podcast. Yes, I should remember that. <laughs> no abbreviations, no nicknames. <laughs> no fun. Yeah, uh, good old dear. Bobby T. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I might have been a hypocrite there because I might have said Bobby T. <laughs> Shedden also retired in this race as well. Um, again. Wasn't real quick this weekend, and then retired on lap 13. I don't remember seeing him all weekend, to be honest. Yeah. So in this race, he tried to go around the outside of Jelly at Sterling's, got on the curb, which then sucked him on the grass, and he fell down to basically last. Mm-hmm. Because in that moment, the field was quite close. Maybe it was after a safety car. And obviously, all the way down clear ways to Clark Curve is where you need some speed, and he was on the grass on the outside. Yeah. And if he retired, I can only assume, rightly or wrongly, that maybe his radiator was filled with grass. Oh, he just gave in. <laughs> Either I went, just don't blame him for it. Yeah. To be honest. I think he was up there fighting for the bottom end of the top ten, and then he made that error of judgment. Mm. Well, the man who does the results page, he's on the BCC website. As Keen was a doubles this weekend, so <coughs> Jack Patel finished nineteenth twice, and Dexter Pan oh, yeah. retired twice. <laughs> <laughs> just to come rub it in. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so race one in the bag. All good. Yeah. All good. Race two. It was Ingram on pole again with the championship, not the championship, the race result restrictions on the hybrid to this race. Mm-hmm. Butcher attacked around outside the paddock and Druids at the start, but Ingram just managed to keep him behind. Mm. And that was Tom. Pretty much. Well done, him. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Jelly tried to get Gamble around the left hand side the final corner and then ends up a gaggly six car scoring with Gamble. <laughs> yep. Standard. Uh, Gamble then got a five second penalty for the start infringement. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame. But yeah. that pack of six cars I was just going this is gonna be a last meeting of the season, five of those are gonna end up on the roof. Yeah. But they'll match <laughs> to sort it out quite well. Uh Sutton and Tugner had a good fight for fourth. Uh, took another few dives on him, but Ash managed to hold him off for most of the race. Finky then got him at Surtees at one point mm, yes, in the race. Did, yeah. uh, Hill managed to take second up inside the Druids after uh, Butcher had a big slide through Paddock Hill <laughs> Bend, which looked mm. a bit scary. It did. Hmm. And then Butcher kept let him through a little bit after that, I think. Not deliberately, I think but so. he, he didn't defend it after that moment, did he? Yeah. Get the points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hill in the second, then challenged Ingram, but he was never really close enough to get the position, and then yeah. Turkington took the final podium position in this race. Yeah, it was a quieter one, this, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, apart from Jake Hill literally hanging it out every corner at the end. Oh my word! Yeah, it was, it was edge of the seat stuff from Hill. Yeah, which is the opposite of Turkington. Yes, I think yeah. BMW won the manufacturers' championship in this race mm. by not changing Otherwise, their engines. By not changing their engines. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll touch upon that. Yeah. So that was race two, won by Ingram. Uh, put himself, I think, an 11 or 12 point lead going into the final round. Mm-hmm. And then the man himself, the living legend, Jason <clears> Plato, <throat> in his final weekend, uh, pulled out Dan Lloyd to put on pole for the final race. I was getting a bit emotional then. Was I alone? I think so. 
sort of. <laughs> <laughs> they did an yeah. opening uh, interview slash montage with him to, to open the broadcast, didn't they? That was yeah, that was nice. Sentimental. Yeah, yeah. I still have a feeling we will see him next year. I don't think in a drive. I think he will have like the one-off appearance replacing someone somewhere. Surely ITV would employ him as a pundit. Ooh. Would, you want would, to I, that would I like that or not? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> He's entertaining, but would he just get annoying? Well, we'll find out next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least he wouldn't do a Tim Harvey. Where, um, every time there's a championship fight going on, Harvey has to mention the fact that, oh, I won this title. 1992. <laughs> yeah. Every year. But to be fair, if if you did it, you would as well. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm more I'm more frustrated with the ITV producers who always allow him to go down that route. Yeah, I, I was surprising. I didn't see a montage about 1992 this year. That's true. It usually yeah. is. Yeah, oh, tw- 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 thirty years as well. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. Good point. Yeah. Come Missed on. A trick there, didn't they? Where's Where's your uh, Where's your video package, Tim? Yeah. Go on the bosses. If you can hear clicking, clacking in the background here, and my dog has decided to to join us. I, I thought that was the Oh, case. hey, Eric. Yeah. Hi, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep him on the rugs, the soft surfaces. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you, otherwise, you can hear him. <laughs> so, any more in race two? No. No. No, all good. So, race three, we had Dan Lloyd on pole, and he managed to keep the lead at the start. Adam Morgan got a Lightning getaway. He managed to get himself up to third by going round outside uh, I like to say Duffers there, but it's Paddock Hill and then round the Druids. Mm. Did well. Camus then runs deep at Druids again and drops to seventh, not helping oh anyone there again. No. Mm-hmm. Ingram and Hill are side by side going down Paddock Hill at the start and fair play to them, they kept it clean because it would have been yeah. easy to just nudge the other one off and you've got a title. Mm-hmm. Which I would be sorely tempted to do, in all honesty. <laughs> After that one, um, both Ingram and Hill got past Turrington really easily. Thought Colin could have probably helped his teammate a bit more there. Definitely. It was yeah. a good dive from Ingram, though, and quite bold. He didn't have to do it, right? No, so I, f- fair I, play. Think, I think he was worried about being pinned between the BMWs. Yeah, He's yeah. like, I need to do it. But uh, yeah, Turkington didn't really do much there. He then got pushed off the track at exit thirties by George Gamble and uh, has rejoined. He rejoined and ended up yeah. copping Dan Robottom, who's spun across the track with broken suspension. Oh, yeah, well that was caught. A bit nasty. Well caught. That could have been a huge incident, side impact, but he sort of spun around, didn't he? And when he was spinning, he was actually not controlling the spin, but you know, setting the car up to make it rotate yeah. back round again. So mm-hmm. it was well, well done. But I have an alternative theory. It was Ricky Collard's fault, right? <laughs> was it? <laughs> Go for it. Tell me. I think Colin rejoins obviously an awkward place, but I think he does yeah. it relatively safely. Mm-hmm. Robottom sees that and leaves. There's a there's half a car between him and Turkington. Collard's got to run on both of them and goes mm-hmm. for the gap between them, which spears Robottom into Turkington like this. Yeah. yeah. Collard now, was definitely the one that hit them, wasn't he? Yeah. Whether or not that's like. I guess there was no uh, penalty for that or anything. Whether or not it's deemed as Turkington was moving left and Robottom was moving to the right or whatever. And I can't be a racing driver. And hindsight's a wonderful thing, right? And Ricky mm-hmm. Collard can't pause the race and rewind and whatever. But he didn't have to go for that gap. That's my opinion. Yes. Yeah, the way I sort of saw it, but from a different, from the front on angle, is it looked like Turkington, um, sorry, Collard had the run. And then as Turkington's come back on, Collard's then immediately veered to the left to avoid him. And then gone straight into Robottom without realising he's there. Maybe. That's how Good I read point. it, but I'm not sure. Because mm. it was we'll a very sharp move to the left that he made. It was, yeah. I mean, I just felt, from my perspective, it was a bit dunderheaded. Like, you could always back yeah. off or break. But mm-hmm. I think you're probably right. We'll give the benefit of the doubt. He probably was trying to do it in avoidance. But it was amazing that no one else hit him when he was spinning down that straight as well. Oh yeah, incredible! Everyone was like on the grass, weren't they? And mm-hmm. Very well done for everyone to avoiding it as well. Yeah, because no one hit anyone else further back either. There wasn't like a constant no, right. thing. Well, they have a lot of practice because uh, often these safety cars are called very late, right? Well, oh, yeah, there is that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. F one's a big culprit for those kind of hangs this week, though. So mm-hmm. <laughs> next episode, we'll get to that. Next episode, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we do get a safety car though because Rick Parfit Junior is off again. Um, I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> How many times have we <laughs> said nope. that this season? 
We didn't see a replay, right? I just no. he was gesticulating. He was like putting his hands in the air. Yeah. And uh, the commentator's like, oh, it's probably Butel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jet Butel. We need an it award. It did look for like him. a Hyundai he was aiming at, but you couldn't you couldn't clear, see it clearly on the coverage. <laughs> no, it was definitely Butel or Chilton, and everyone just assumes yeah. it's Butel. <laughs> yeah. If in doubt, it's Jack. Yep. Poor man. <laughs> yeah, so he's off, safety car. And then, heartbreak again, as the safety car comes out, Bobby Thompson running in second place, then mm. something breaks in the car. He has to pull off, and, oh, Bobby. That was a second place. That mm. could have been a locked-on podium for me there. Even if Cut gets passed, there was still a good gap for third. Yeah. Uh, so it was a head gas- gasket issue, and that also reared up in race two which left them without much power mm-hmm. and they didn't replace it between race two and three and then it obviously went ah. I also just want to go straight back to Ricky Collard he was given two penalty points for the incident mm. ah. those will come in handy <laughs> yeah because <laughs> suddenly retired immediately afterwards so yeah we'll come in retirements at the end but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah shame um, so what else have we got? Well, the butcher took third from Sutton through Parity or Bend, and well, pretty much ended any hope of Ash winning the title mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that was, a, that was a nice move held up inside the Druids. Hill then took Ingram through Sheen, and a, a similar move to the one he made earlier. Mm-hmm. That was a lovely okay. move again, which uh, gave him a sniff of getting towards uh, the front, and but. Then yeah. it all falls, all falls apart from him pretty soon after. Morgan's then spun by Dan Camish at Druids, which then allows uh, Ingram and I think Hill through right onto mm-hmm. the back of Sutton. So that yes. didn't help Sutton again, did it? No, no, no. no. Dan was a There's pretty a horrendous teammate this weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody could do to help his teammate. He did the opposite, unfortunately. Yeah. So it's still uh, on at this point. You know, it, it was like an eight-point gap or something. It, you know, it, in that spinning moment for Morgan, Ingram could have easily got caught up in that. Mm-hmm. And at, at one point as well, I wasn't really sure if uh, Sutton was slow or if he was trying to back uphill into the pack or into mm. Ingram to sort of mm. kick something off. I genuinely think he was just slow, to be honest. We have to say yeah. he's just slow based on the previous two races, right? Yeah. And he was running an extreme setup. Allegedly, yeah. Yes. That he had no involvement in apparently, <laughs> his engineer. Yeah, just which says to me, mental on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that could be mind games, right? Yeah, it could be the exact same setup, and then oh, all of a sudden, you know, cars fixed. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they were trying the mental game. You never know, right? Yeah. So, yeah, bad end of season for Camish. I felt sorry for Morgan there because he was quite punchy all weekend, and then mm. screwed. A couple of weekends one. in a row. In fact, that's his season really summed up. Could have done yeah, well. Yeah. It gets sort of mugged sometimes, Alex Silverstone, a few times by accident, or unfortunate scenarios, and loses lots of points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, final lap, Hill tries to go around outside. He's sitting at Paddock, Hill Bend, he gets run out wide, um, and that allows Ingram up the inside as well. And Hill, I think, drops the way down. Drops, I think, three or four positions at the end mm-hmm. of all that, and ends up losing, I think, for the championship to yeah. um, Sutton. Um, he did get past Camish though, which was nice mm-hmm. of Dan. Um, so he caught one place back <laughs> after that. Yeah. And, um, but I think uh, Sutton still managed to get second in the championship after all that. It was a pretty ballsy move from Ingram as well to put his nose in there. I agree. At, uh, Paddock in the situation he was in. And mm. he was asked about it at the end and he went, well, I'm a racing driver. Of course I'm going to do it. I was like, that's, that's a good answer, actually. Yeah, can't argue with that. No. No. Cook did put a lot of pressure on Lloyd, um, but Dan managed to hold off for the full race, so well done to him mm-hmm. to take the win. And then the final shot of the season was Michael Crease on his route. <laughs> Crease yes, it. I know. Crease it. <laughs> what a way to end the year. Yeah, yeah no, it, it just cuts from Tom Ingram celebrating the car, all of a sudden, Crease on the roof, climbing out the window. <laughs> I know. What's happened here? How has this happened? It's like, we need more sponsor coverage. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> But they didn't have the sponsors on the on the bottom of the car, unfortunately. Oh yeah, no. the car upside down is a Toyota. That's a classic <laughs> quote, yeah. isn't it? 
that was good exposure for Toyota. Yeah, even was. though it was the two drivers taking each other out of first and second place, <laughs> they got their exposure back three times over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that one, we don't see a TV replay, but there's a fan cam view of it. Which, it looks which like... also happens to Creasy. Yeah. Like, remember earlier in the year at Brands Hatch where there was like a start line thing with Chilton? Yeah. And we didn't see it on the camera properly until Creasy got off its center video. <laughs> yeah. So Creasy's posted this on his Twitter and uh, he's not too happy about it, understandably, but it mm-hmm. looks like it's um, Jade Edwards. Yeah. Yep. Who Just turns, turns him across the front of the car. Again, we're only seeing one view, but from the off board view that we have, it looks like she turns him. And sticks him on his roof, which is not in the last corner of the last race. Yeah. Um, she Two got, penalty points. Yeah. Sorry. She got reprimanded it. for that. Um, apparently, he was unhappy on Twitter because uh, apparently in the steward room or whatever, she was blaming him. Um, and he's been, <laughs> I like, I... he's been liking tweets saying that Aye, she's not that quick and she's not that good and all this. So. Oh, well, that's a bit far. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, so, yeah, he's not. He's cool not happy. He makes a robust move. We can definitely say that mm-hmm. down the inside of the final corner. But there is a car width there and it's side to side contact. Mm. So to me, that was a harsh but fair move. And then from our angle, we don't have the right perspective. But it, it does look like she turns right yeah. into him and he spears off left. But we maybe can't tell if he's also pushing left a bit. But ultimately, the, exactly, judge, yeah. the judge's fact decided two penalty points for Edwards. Yeah. Because it, it might be that he was squeezing her slightly. Um, exactly. But, yep. you know, she can back out. Because she wasn't going to get her, the place back. So. Yeah, if it is her fault, that second time she's been involved in an incident this season, didn't she take mm-hmm. Shedden out? Um, Shedden was last year at Silverstone. Wasn't oh, it? let's scrub that. Rewind, that was last year. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that was that was last year that they come into no pit stretch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> the both, just, yeah. well, I think she just decided you're going on the grass here, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And put them both off. Again, it was only she decided that. That's what it looked like. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that sad end to the season for Creasy. Mm. But Ingram he's a clever bagger, though. He's a what? A bagger? <laughs> he's a clever bagger. He's a I, clever I got bagger. the reference. All ah, right, okay. <laughs> it's one of his sponsors. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, dear. And Dan so, Lloyd won the worst race of the season to win because no one yeah. remembers it. Oh, yeah, completely forgot he was in that race. Yeah. I didn't think he got interviewed after it. He did, but he did. right at the end. I always no, wonder no, with that. Um, Louise went and stood next to Tom Ingram for ages while he was being congratulated by everyone. I'm thinking, just go and interview Dan Lloyd at this point. Yeah. <laughs> just it's not going to be a long interview. Yeah. No, I like. Did you see Sutton brought across the number one? Yeah, that was lovely. From his car, I thought. Yeah, that was cool. But then they asked him, "Oh, you know what do you think?" And he was like, "Oh, congrats! That's all I've got to say." <laughs> so yeah. it was a nice touch, and then uh, obviously yeah. I still wanted to win. Yeah, which is fair. Oh yeah, yeah. And I his dad su- came across to me as well straight away. Yeah, I was surprised we didn't see uh, Jason play at this point doing a full <laughs> job. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got the Jinsters overalls and everything on just to go over and it's all. That would have been that would have been classic. Yeah, just yeah. on that, it was really sad all weekend to see his name just go slowly down the positions. Yeah, but that's how it's been all year, really. He's Apart from Sedston, I was going to say one race and Thruxton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a shame. No ninety eighth, ninety ninth, and hundred one for for him. No. But, End of an era. Mm-hmm. End of an era yep. for him. Uh, also, as we mentioned, Ricky Collard retiring. Rick Parfit then slated his card on social media. We should read that out. Have you got it? I don't, but it was, some, it. It was like a bag of bits they've put together. The engine's too big. I've no engineers. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pile of crap. It starts out with Phil Grant. Ignorant comment, Phil. Oh, yeah. Which... <laughs> It kind of is, but then at the same time, it's not because all this information here came from a Facebook post by Rick Parfit Jr. It's not in the broadcast. There's not a news story about it, which is why I would love the, the British touring cars going back to the, where they anything slightly controversial they just don't cover anymore. Yeah. And the media game to get more people talking is actually to cover some of that stuff sometimes. But anyway, he just says he got what he paid for ultimately. So. Um, Old car with old old components, no pre-season testing, no in-season testing, 
Uh, no regular team, and that mean, might mean personnel. Uh, no data or race engineer, or, or I guess regular race engineer. A car that was running higher than all others because the engine didn't fit, so I had to lower the floor tray, which killed handling, and so much more. Now, this is all alleged and from one side, so mm -hmm. you never know, right? From a driver who's obviously struggled most of the year. But anyway, there seems to be some some valid reasons there. And took a weekend off to go play some weddings. So. Oh, yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember now, but he was driving an Infinity, wasn't he? Yep. The Carl Bordley's one from last year, I presume. Yeah, run by Team Hard. Yeah. So why was the engine not fit? Was it a different engine from last year? Maybe with a hybrid put in. That's oh, different. yeah, that's mm, a good point. Weird. I just found I it weird if that's actually the affected ones. the other infinities. Yeah, that's what I'm... This is where we need a investigative journalist. A roving pit lane reporter. A roving pit lane reporter, exactly. That one. So do you think we'll see Rick back next year? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's got some more money for a team hard, then I doubt it. Yeah, no, I don't see Rick being back. Oh, sorry. Mm, no, I'd, I'd be shocked. Again, if he gets some money, then fair enough. But I think he's kind of burnt his bridge maybe a little bit. Yeah. Make Team Hard there. Yeah. yeah. Funny, they're a funny team, Team Hard, aren't they? Some <laughs> cars are flying that they have, and another one's you're like, where, why, why is that person there? But I yeah. think Rick's, Rick's maybe just shone a light on why. There's such a disparity in sometimes between their yeah. cars. Allegedly. Mm. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> like Bobby Thompson's talking about, yeah, if we get a bit of testing, this car's capable of podiums next year. Hmm. Alluding mm. to, hey, let's try and get some sponsorship and go again. Mm. Which she obviously did get a podium this year as well. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, who was the driver there at the beginning of the year? Before Will Powell. Oh, God. You've got me now. I want to say... Um, Oh, damn it. We're going to have to go back. I think it was Will Powell, though, wasn't it? No, I was going to say George Gamble. Obviously, it's not him. It's a name. It's a G. James Gornall? <laughs> no. But I'm, I'm yeah. now wondering if I'm thinking of last year. I know Gornall did one round of was the hand and was really good, oh, wasn't he? Was it not Jack Goff who's supposed to be in it? Yes, but he never actually did, um, did he? No, that's, yeah. that's what the it deal, was. The deal fell apart. Yeah. Mm. I think... Uh, Powell was at the start of the year. Yeah, that must be what I'm thinking of. Hamilton. Then Baldley and uh, Oliphant were two filling ones. And obviously Aaron Taylor-Smith did the whole season. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I must say, the guy that does the BTC website has done Rick Parfitt in here. He's put him 32nd in championship behind Carl Baldley. <laughs> and Tom Oliphant. <laughs> oh, yeah. one round each. <laughs> the guy decided to put Rick Parf at bottom. <laughs> like, that's really cheeky. That's really poor. So, yeah, well done, Tom Ingram. I guess in the championship. Oh yeah, congrats! Oh yeah, did, um, definitely. Did we enjoy the first year of hybrid over what we used to have? It was the. I think we said this before. It's the purest season. It's really. Uh, metrocracy now where the best teams and best drivers have risen to the top more often. Mm -hmm. And I did like it. But I would... And even if the hype is confusing, I'm used to it. But I would just like a little extra differential Yes, between not having it and having it. But that may or may not be possible with that battery size and that motor size without mm -hmm. some hardware changes. And if it's hardware changes, it's expensive for everybody again. Oh, mind you, they rent the system, don't they? But it's expensive for everyone makes it. Mm. Um... Yeah, so I feel like it was 80% there. And what I worry for next year is they'll just bring back the different tyre compounds again to mix it up more. If they're going to do anything, um, bring back ballast. Not as much, but like a smaller amount of ballast rather than tyre changes. Could do. But hopefully it wouldn't come to that either. I, I honestly want it with no ballast and no tyre changes and just a more effective hybrid, but yeah, it might mm -hmm. not be technically possible. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, tyre changes it is. No joy. Also, well done in Napa racing for winning the title, which is a mm. was a bit of a surprise. That's been BMW's title, I think, for a few years. Mm. And considering that there's only two cars fighting in Napa stable against three, four the BMWs, 
It's quite well done. Yeah, excellent result. And Josh Cook for the independent title. And yeah. Hill for the wing foot. <laughs> the most important one. The most important. Oh, yes. Well, of course, um, doesn't Jake Hill come under MB Motorsport? Uh, yes, he teams, does. teams, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, they mm. finished fifth. Yeah. Sorry, he finished fifth, <laughs> should yeah. say, because it was just him. And let's hope yeah. they got paid by Rocket. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've enjoyed this year. Next year we've got a track change as well. Frookston's not going to be there twice. We're then going to have Long Donington. Oh, yes. Or uh, one of the rounds. Ah, well remembered. Yep. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. But that's going to be interesting. Yep. Any slight variation is a win. Mm-hmm. I still in want Long Silverstone. But I know yep. that's yeah. not going to happen. I'll even take the other short one, which was going to happen in the COVID year, but didn't. Yeah. The and international. Yeah. Yeah. Is there still the endurance race rumoured for next year, or is that... Well, we don't know. I was just mm. literally picking it up from what Plato said in an interview on the Knockhill YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's He's a reputable source, right? He should know. He should. So maybe that's the only the maybe question of a maybe or maybe not, in that he might mm. come back for the endurance round, right, if it ever happens. Yeah. I was thinking about this because I was watching the Bathurst 1000 this week, and as I said, it's my favourite race. I love it. I mean, that track's incredible, but the amount of sponsorship and production value and fans that are there is just unparalleled in touring cars mm. and it's two drivers per car 1000 Ks so it's like 160 odd laps and the only slight concern I have with a two driver race like that which could be epic is as soon as you enter in, entertain pit stops it gets a lot more expensive for everybody involved yeah do you have to hire a pit crew because they're not really used to it in British touring cars right not at speed um, do they have to get different wheel gun equipment, mm-hmm. change the wheel design, uh, change how they ingress or re- uh, from in getting into the car for the drivers? Is that going to have to be different? Um, do they need extra equipment to keep them cool during a race? So in Bathurst, they have like cool suits and fans in the helmets, which James Thompson used to run all the time with. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of expenses there, plus all the training and extra tyres and all sorts. However, what? if it's done right, it brings up a lot of extra sponsorship dollars. Yeah. Mm, yeah, plus you've got to have a lot more lap cars and trying to figure all that out yeah. during mm-hmm. mid-race, which they don't really have to do. And a prediction, when the races get longer, the rear-wheel drive cars will come to the fore because of the tyre wear. True. Mm. Yeah. But I'd like to see it, so mm. maybe that could be the game-changer for next year. Well, either that or the uh, we could go to the Knock Hill Rallycross stage <laughs> <laughs> or bring back the Super Pre. The Super Pre, oh man, that's never going to happen unless the cars are electric, right? Oh uh, yes, I know, but it would be lovely. Oh yeah, could do reverse good at uh, or reverse track at Knock Hill. I think there was a reason they said they can't in, to do with the hairpin, as it would be the uh, first corner. Yeah, that isn't a runoff there, really. The yes. TCR managed it though. Yeah, it was. It's more boring as a race. Yeah, weirdly, but it would be a mad if you did a reverse grid and reverse track for the third race. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just confused. Oh <laughs> uh, dear. So yeah, good season in British Twin Cars. Yeah. Different, but good. Mm-hmm. Can we just quickly do a couple of news bits? I know you sure. mentioned there, but Ricky Collar's retiring at 26 years old. That's mad. Uh, yeah, um, I didn't even hear that. Uh, it's only when you said it, I was like, really? Yeah, they mentioned it in the commentary for one of the races that oh, mm. Ricky Collard's his final race, and I was like, why? And then yeah. Autosport had the article. Um, in which he's quoted saying, the sport's changing a lot. There's a reason why J- people like Jason are retiring. Yeah, because he's I really thought, old. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got to be alluding to money, right? But I, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, he's got a one-way ticket to Australia. So wish him well. Um, yeah, and Tom Chilton's well. re-signed for uh, next year. Mm-hmm. And we could have Napa Racing have a rear-wheel drive car. We'll see. Are they switching from the Fords? Well, they're, they're undecided, but there's definitely an article yeah, where Mr. Osborne Senior has been quoted as saying, mm-hmm. we're looking into something. Which in turn confirmed that for this year, they were going to run with... Before Sutton joined Napa Racing at Ford, mm-hmm. him and Warren Hughes were working on a Jaguar XE rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Ooh, that would have been nice. But it's made of aluminium. And it's a great, uh, great material. Right, exactly. Now, 
they were thinking it's like a you know how they did the boxer engine with low center of gravity as like a mm-hmm. a loophole and an advantage allegedly yeah apparently how their cars are constructed to the rules with the roll cages aluminium might have have provided some examples and other teams weren't so keen on it basically mm. uh, did i say examples i meant advantages yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that makes more sense now yeah, and uh, I know we've got to go pause, but I've just bought Autosport Digital that came out today, and there's an article called Tin Top Silly Season Ramps Up. So I'm going to read it now, quickly, see if we get any goss. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, while you're yeah, doing no. that, I can just sum up that George Gamble managed to finish 13th in this championship in his first year, which I think well is done. reasonable. He tailed off a little bit throughout the year and then came back a bit by the end. Won a race, did he not? He did. I think a Gamble Watch project's been a success. Yeah, second in the uh, Jack Sears Trophy as well. We're uh, we're going to be the Jason Plater in this situation, and it's oh, yes. all it's because of us him. that he's done so well. And, uh, so. We'll have to figure someone else for next year, maybe, or stick with George. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've picked a good mascot for this year, I suppose. Mm-hmm. He's he's always been on TV. True, with his hooch sponsorship. <laughs> I would. Uh, what I would like next year is to be a bit more competitive at the back again. Mm-hmm. Losing Andy seems to have killed the action at the rear, for better or worse. I'm not going to say, um, oh, yeah. but I'd like to see a bit more of that on TV. The few people disappointing me this year. I was expecting a bit more from Ricky Collard. I was expecting mm-hmm. a bit more from Chilton. Jade Edwards didn't really take the step forward, but I kind of thought she might. Mm-hmm. There's been a yeah, and then the the two Hondas have been. Not really at the front, as you'd expect, between no. Shedden and Robottom. Well, all of the Hondas, really. It's only Josh Cook that seems to have been able to really get anything out of it. Mm. And the Infinities have been oh, yeah. horrendous. Yes. Considering they won the title last year, every weekend, um, Aaron Moffat's on Twitter complaining about setups and mm. <laughs> all sorts of problems. So that, that Infinity should have been so much better than it was. Such a shame. Riddle. Maybe their engines yeah. don't fit. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. One more person that was a big disappointment that was Sam Osborne as well. Oh, he's just not stepping it up, is he? But he has good uh, Clio heritage, right? Um, I think so. I can't really remember now, but he got one point. I remember he did okay in Clio's before that was replaced by Minis. Yeah, but one point over the entire season. Him, Butel and Edwards. Wow, one point. That is yeah. not good. Well, Dexter in his first season got five. James Gornall got two, and he was only in there for one meeting, wasn't he? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and in one of those races, the suspension collapsed, right? Yeah. So I just, yeah, there's a yeah, big question mark on him for me. I know he's going to be there probably because of the, uh, shall we say, the Lance Stroll syndrome. It is a bit, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of which, I mentioned oh. that that team... Is was looking at a rear-wheel drive car for next year potentially. Mm-hmm. So, this was a couple of weeks ago when on Touring Car Times, uh, Peter Osborne was was quoted, and now it appears during the final race weekend there was a team vote to veto their initial idea, which was the Audi A5 for next year, mm-hmm. which is Quattro all-wheel drive. Now you can have an all-wheel drive car in the BTCC if you run it as a wheel rear-wheel drive car. Yeah. However. That is if the engine is transverse, which is what the Subaru was. Sorry. Uh, yes, I think that's right. <laughs> so you can only run rear-wheel drive if the engine is longitudinal, north to south. Mm-hmm. But they, So the Audi is four-wheel drive with a transverse engine. So they've asked for a, uh, a tweak of the rules, which uh, did not get a significant majority to pass. Mm. So they're not allowed to use the Audi. Apparently, there was a tweak... Of the rule for when Rob Austin used his A4, yeah. But then that um, once he it disappeared, they sort of reinstated as it was, and haven't mm. gone back since. Uh, there's a there's a he's played down talk apparently that now looking at the Mercedes C class, so we'll see what happens there. And the mm. other game changer is that Jake Hill might be on the move. Ooh, unconfirmed. This is thanks to the excellent Marcus Simmons in Autosport. So buy Autosport, but um. He's stating that there's some there's something happening between MB Motorsport and Sicily Motorsport. So it could be that Hill moves to Sicily 
And it could also be that Morgan moves to WSR. So um, hmm. Blundell described it as just a straightforward business and analysis, analysis study and nothing more than that. So Jake would be moving from a BMW to a BMW. Yeah, so yeah. stay in a BMW, but a different team. Maybe if there's um, some sponsors involved there or something like this. You never know, right? Mm. Um, Hill said on Sunday, apparently, that I just hope I can come back and do it all again next year. I'd rather retire from touring car racing than drive anywhere else. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So it seems up in the air with the MB Motorsport lot. It was interesting. The main thing I took from that is I want Rob Austin back. <laughs> right, same. He had that one-off, was it a year or two ago, in the Astra, and did all right? Yes. Yeah. Thruxton. He did way better than anyone expected in a front-wheel drive car, and you just sort of think, oh, no, because he had that season's in the Toyota and Alpha, didn't he? But, yeah. Mm, I always got the impression if he was in something half-decent, he, he could still do the job. I think he still mm. works for Speedworks, right, making front splitters? Yeah, he does. They, they interviewed him a, a few times on the grid. Ah, oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah, because he was driver training, Collard, I think. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. worthwhile. Go on now. Sorry? That was worthwhile, putting that money into court. Go um, on now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one last thing. Yeah, so okay. Chilton is going to remain with Accelerator, as we said. And Ingram's still there till the end of last season. Um, but, ah, interesting. So, Chilton was driving the ex-Chris Smiley Hyundai. For next season, he will definitely get an all-new car. Ah. As a as a sweetener for the deal, I suspect. Yeah. Well, that that could help. Yeah, you never know. Right, that's it. Sorry for the rumor update and elongating the podcast for <laughs> a time. Let's bounce. Yes. So, thank you for joining us again. Thank you, you guys, for carrying on the podcast when I was a galvant in the world. Oh, We've managed to good. cover every single BTCC race this year. Yep. Again. So, hope okay. you've all enjoyed, and we'll be back. We'll be back with F one at some point next week because mm-hmm. I know you've missed that and um, then we'll be back in the new year with British Touring Cars and next season's F1 our preview show for the British Touring Cars is not the most popular so uh, that'll be nice for the listenership looking forward mm. to it oh yeah so thank you all and we'll see you next week right yep thank, thank you right. I want some gin now <laughs> <laughs>